0: Okay, we go to Luke chapter 9. Verse 23. Then he said to them all, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and is himself destroyed or lost? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him, the son of man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory and and his father's and all the holy angels but I tell you truly, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the kingdom of God. Okay, because um, I've seen this in the other gospel arts. you know, we have a brother version of it, but um, what is principled here is the cost of discipleship. And our Lord Jesus Christ, you know, he left his disciples in no doubt as to what is likely to happen after he leaves. So it's not like, oh, they didn't tell us. No, they told us. That's why the Apostle Paul could write in 2 Timothy 2.12, and they that shall live godly in this present world will of necessity. Oh, is that second Timothy two twelve? Then you must you must be move moved on a bit more. Oh. No, three twelve, sorry, three. They that shall live godly in this present world will suffer persecution. So there is no uh, mincing of words; there is no hiding of implication. And then he states again that if you if you and I commit fully, we should know that there will be costs and we should be prepared for those costs. So, so nobody should say, I'm being persecuted for righteousness. That is what you should expect. That's what Jesus is saying, okay? Denying, self-denial, it's such a powerful thing. We're talking about it in a sense that the kind of love that our Lord Jesus Christ brought here It's a self-sacrificing love that where it it is, where you give up your own rights, give up your own privileges, give up all the things so that the kingdom of God can prosper so that someone else may see the love of Christ so that humility of Christ can be revealed. It is this consideration that inspires daily Obedience, knowing that we cannot show forth the character, life and character of Christ. Otherwise, we can't. Okay, so when a man is a Christian, and and um, they give him ten naira to buy biscuit for all of us, and he uses it to buy biscuit for himself, you no, know, and then he comes with a gospel tract talking about the sacrifice of Jesus, it doesn't make any sense because you don't know it in your own experience. So this is a call to, to leave the gospel we preach so that when we meet people who are trying to live it, we can really encourage them with our testimonies of how God prevailed. You know, In another version, he said, let him count the cost. In this one, he said, let him deny himself, take up his cross. A lot of people have issues with what constitutes a cross. What constitutes a cross? Peter said, if any man suffer, let it not be as a busybody in other men's affairs. Let it not be as a criminal or a fornicator, an adult. No, that is not a cross when we suffer the consequences of our sins or or misbehavior, a cross is the way it was for our Lord Jesus Christ. Something you do often, but which does not benefit you. It benefits others. And you're constrained by your loyalty to Christ to do it, you know, Jesus carried the cross, but he didn't benefit from it. He did it for others. And that's why, you know, you can be in a relationship and you, you, in that relationship, there's a cross to carry. You know, I, I say to somebody, I say, you've complained and complained and complained. Why don't you stop complaining and just thank God you know, because um, um, I was told this story. I don't know whether it's a true story, but it's imaginably true about uh, a lady that had no child. And uh, uh, we went to this is another woman who had children, and she was grumbling and complaining about how these children are making noise, how they are just cutting everything, and and. And the other lady starts to weep. And what is her pain? I wish I had people to make noise. You know, so so, so you, you, you sense that what you are complaining about, what you are grumbling about, others are wishing they, they could have. And so you stop, you just stop, and thank God, you know, that you have people who can, make noise, and people who can run about and push things down here and there. He said, blessed. Jesus said, take up your cross. All those uh, 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 inevitable uh, pains and sufferings that we undergo so that someone else can see Jesus, someone else can know Jesus, so that someone else can be touched by the love of God. Now, when you carry, when you and I carry our cross, it does not mean that the beneficiaries will be grateful. You know, what happened when our Lord Jesus Christ carried this cross? The beneficiaries were not grateful. (laughs) Did they even recognize what was happening? And those are some of the challenges Jesus said, deny yourself, take up your cross, then and follow me. And so the joy of the person carrying their cross is that you are seeing what God is using that sacrifice to do in those people's lives. And that's your joy. You know, and the other joy, which I often uh, mention is that... Uh, the grace of God is working in your life and in my life. If you can carry a cross with joy, ah, the grace of God is working. He's, he's giving us the grace to take it on and do as if you know it's nothing really like Jesus, our Lord, did carrying that cross, being crucified, and praying, Father, forgive them. But for they don't know what they're doing. I remember. I think I mentioned before that I quoted this scripture and some the person said to me, nobody should say they didn't know what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> but um, um we, we we have different, you see, and, and and that cross is because of love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And he went and died on the cross of Calvary. So that you and I can benefit. So the Apostle Paul then writes in Second Corinthians 5:14, he said, The love of Christ compels me. So, so uh, uh, you carry the cross, you become an inspiration. Others following after, looking on, they're inspired to walk the same road, walk the same path so that the kingdom of God can prosper. I told you the story of a gentleman. Um, He he was uh, anti-corruption. And uh, he tried his best to live, to walk the straight and narrow path. He was doing it with a friend. This is a true story. After some time, his friend didn't see him again. And the next time he saw him, he had put on a bada and bought himself a, a nice briefcase. So, boy, what's going on? Say, said, Ah, please, I'm tired. I cannot save Nigeria. You no, know, I cannot continue like that. I can't. It's too tough. That is it. He's, he's, uh, walking the, the roads that says, if you cannot beat them, join them. Yes. Yes. So, see, he has dropped the cross. I can't carry this thing anymore. It's too much. You know, the walla is too, too much. You know, and people are dropping their crosses and joining the crowd. You know, because when you name the name of Christ, you have your cross cut out for you, wherever you are. So, deny yourself privileges opportunities advantages and then just keep on this road that is straight and narrow you the wonder really you and I is that we don't hear too much of this you know as if the cross does no lo- uh, does not exist any longer mm. you know so it is a it's a preaching. It's a preaching that is slanted, you know, to give people the impression that um, there is no more cross. And this is what they call romanticism. And it leads people to hell because they're not helping them to face the reality of their calling in Christ, that things have to be different and you may suffer in the process. You know, you may suffer. You may, you may have disadvantages. You may be bypassed. All kinds of things can happen. And Jesus said to his disciples in John, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So he carried his own cross, and we, we receive the benefit of salvation. And that is it, it benefits somebody else. It doesn't benefit you and you're happy. You know, you are are joyful that God can use you to bless them in such a way, okay? A young lady who worked in life support, he said that his parents told her that um, they worked, they were diplomats and that other diplomats, you are telling her, them that uh, it's when they retire that they know what they, they are doing to themselves, working in integrity. So, by the time she was telling me, you know, her parents have retired. Both of them were in the diplomatic service. They have retired now, and he says that um, you know they're not living as comfortably. <laughs> as the- Say so now those those the people who were corrupt in the system. I tell you, so were warning you that time. So people <laughs> were warning you that time. You know, at all this integrity and something is when you retire, you will suffer it. <laughs> so so, and you know that that having challenges is a relative thing. You know, because if somebody that is uh, uh, was a diplomat and was used to fly in first class, it's not flying economy. Is he suffering? <laughs> well, <laughs> but well, you know <laughs> the, the 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 people who still can afford to fly, well can you imagine is suffering. So what is it suffering he say it's flying economy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so 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 this are all is all relative and so a man can still have contentment even though um, he has dropped in his standard of um, luxury you know it's he not it's not suffering in that sense you know he has a roof over his head he has money to feed himself but he cannot um, uh, do like before you know so so you deny yourself take up your cross follow And when people uh, uh, now see you later, quote-unquote, suffering, you say, I don't have any regrets. I would die in in peace on my bed, you know, by the grace of God. Thanking God for grace, you know, to go through life, you know, maintaining uh, my stand as a Christian. Because eternity and time, there is no comparison. So... You might you know, compromise and, burn, and then live in luxury for 120 years or 150 years. And then you die. But eternity has not even begun. It's not like a, a drop in eternity. All that 150 years. If there's anybody who will live that long or who even wants to live that long. you know. So our Lord Jesus Christ is challenging us. Take up your cross. That's a cross to carry when you come to Christ. Everybody has it. So nobody should say that uh, there's no cross. (laughs) So you have dropped your own. (laughs) Amen. Amen.